Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Tuesday, 13 September in the year of our Lord, 2022. You're in the war room. It is uh, Black Tuesday on um, Wall Street right now. Should it's called maybe Red Tuesday because there's nothing but blood in the streets there because of these horrific economic numbers brought on by an illegitimate regime that is out of control. And the spending is going to be out of control. The interest rate is going to be out of control. We're on the precipice of a Great Depression. We were the first group to call this in the first four weeks of this regime back in February 26 of 2021. Cortez, myself, and Navarro doing some math about how inflation was going to be runaway and they were set up to have a recession called stagflation. Right. We walked you through all the math that and every day since then. And what we have told you has been absolutely correct, no matter the spin of this administration or its hacks on Wall Street that are just sitting there, a big cheering section. I mean, Credit Suisse the other last night was talking about, yes, with the implosion, you're going to see the huge drop in inflation. You're going to see this massive surge in the market. They were pounding their clients into it yesterday, much to their demise. And let me talk to the independents, Democrats, African-Americans, minorities. Everybody's traditionally voted Democrat. If you, because the information is out there now, check your lived experience. If you want more of this, you are voting for your own economic and financial destruction. Let me be blunt. You are voting. If you vote Democratic, you are voting for your economic and financial destruction. If that's what you want and you've got other issues that are higher, fine. It's a free country. Do it. I'd like people to have convictions. I have no problem with people who are progressives or, or left-wing to have the belief in their convictions. That's what this country's about. That's how this country's always gone forward. Fine, but just understand when you do it, it is going to lead to your economic and financial destruction. It already has. This is absurd. And what they're talking about is insanity. And you're going to see all the things we call about. The big spending is going to come back. They're not going to have a budget. They're not going to have an appropriations bill. On September 3rd, they're going to kick the can down with another continuing resolution. You're going to see all this madness. You know, the transfer, we've got three and a half trillion coming in. That all goes out on transfer payments to Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare, everything else. One and a half trillion dollars or two trillion dollars, including a trillion dollar defense bill that's too big. Because we're all over the world in the endless wars and we're pouring money into the border dispute in Ukraine. This is where we are. It is madness and insanity. And we're now on the cusp so many times before because we've had the balance sheet. We've had the manufacturing base. We've had the great American people highly educated. We've been able to pull out of this before like in the 70s with Volcker and Reagan. By the grace of God, divine providence. We don't have that now. We are on the cusp of making one or two moves that even Donald Trump himself are not going to be able to turn this around. I'm talking about a decade or two of absolutely economic devastation. 
Okay, and if you lose the, the, the be in the primary reserve currency because everybody in the world's got to take dollars to convert every transaction. How do you think we can? How do you think they can keep printing money at the Fed? That's only reason because we're the just like the pound was before the war, World War II. We're the prime reserve currency. Once that gone, we're Argentina. And you will see. Then you're going to see radical social change in this country. And God help us. God help us. If anybody in this audience is going to vote Democrat. Just understand what you're actually voting for. Don't believe the spin and the happy talk, the pro wrestling you see on cable TV. That's all professional. That's all pro wrestling. That's down in the foreground. Look at what reality is. We just heard it from Malloy. Malloy stands on stage. He's walking through economics and spending, and we got to get control of this. And his counterpart, Welch, who's been there for 40 years, been there for 40 years, he is the problem. And what does he talk about? Because he can't talk about anything real. It's insurrection. It's all this stuff. It's all crap. It's all crap. It's all spin. It's all a misdirection play. And if you're dumb enough to buy it, then just understand if you're dumb enough to buy it, you're voting for your own economics. Don't look in the mirror and lay and say, nobody told you. We're telling you now. Okay? You can vote for that. It's a free country. And that's what this is about, being a free country. You're free men and women. Vote how you want to vote. But understand something. If you vote for this regime, you are voting for your economic and financial destruction. So don't come back whining to us later. Well, I didn't know it. I didn't realize it. No. It's got to be very clear right now exactly what's happening. Mike Davis, I want to go back and talk about, you know, I got Bill Barr. I got Chris Christie. I got Ray. I got Berman. And by the way, talk about fruit of the poison tree in law because I'm not a lawyer. But the fruit of the poison tree of Christie, Ray's his lawyer and Berman's his partner or his buddy. That's how you get Ray and Berman. It's all Chris Christie. Now you got Barr. I want to go back in time. To, I want to talk about a real insurrection in June of 2020. Did Bill Barr send out tiger teams from, from, from justice? Was, were these guys on top of actually rounding up and arresting the people that were burning down New York City, that were burning down Portland, that were burning down Seattle, that were burning down Minneapolis, that were burning down Chicago? Did any of that happen like in a normal Justice Department when you get on top of things? Mike Davis. No, and this was uh, this was Attorney General Bill Barr's biggest failure as Attorney General. That's why his, his, he failed in the job. He re he refused to order his FBI, his U.S. attorneys, to make arrests to use federal law enforcement. There are many many federal crimes on the books that he could have used to go after BLM and Antifa related to you know burning, looting, murdering across America uh, in in May and June of 2020. And he, he didn't do a damn thing. And, uh, you know, they the, the left got emboldened by this. They were they attacked the Portland federal courthouse on a near nightly basis for weeks. They they attacked the White House. They you know, they, they had to uh, they had to move President Trump to a safe location after the attacks on the White House. They torched St. John's Church. Uh, it was it was a concerted effort across the country. And uh, Attorney General Bill Barr, I, I don't know why he did this. He was just. He, he was his his criminal side was so weak at the Justice Department, and it was just such a disappointment. And I, you know, it's it's amazing to me that Bill Barr should, ha, you know, he should hang his head in shame for what he allowed to happen to this country from for six months, from June of 2020 until he resigned in disgrace. You know, Mike, one of the reasons the audience appreciates you, appreciates you so much, and you've become kind of an iconic figure on this show and now all over media, is that. You come from the law and you've had, you look, you were with Grassley, you got Gorsuch through, Kavanaugh, 
Uh, but you come in and your hair's not on fire. You're like, bang, bang, bang. Here's how it is. And it turns out just like Cortez and Margaret. Hey, guess what? Mike Davis, hate to say it, always right. Always right. But I want to walk through the audience just so they understand what's happening here. The J6 committee, the, the, they never anticipated in a million years, a little Jamie Rassian thing. So remember, it's not Benny Thompson is not the face of this. It's, it's Liz Cheney's the face of this even more than little Jamie Raskin and Shifty Shift. It's, it's, it, they never anticipated that the people in Wyoming were going to blow her up with a landslide defeat. The face of their whole thing got eviscerated by working class people. They can't get around that. The J6 show trial collapsed. And now you got Democrats telling them you can't come back. The th- nation's on fire. We, don't, we can't do that. That's, that's it. That's played out. That's number one. Number two, the raid and ransack. You told us on the afternoon you came on the show. This is illegal. This is a debate about library books and library cards. Nothing here. And you've seen, and quite frankly, the Trump lawyers finally got to court on the, on the special master and others that you recommended immediately. But it all turned out. And now that investigation, which is a sham, is going to take years as a federal judge has said to go, I don't trust the Justice Department and I don't trust the FBI. I need a referee in here. Bang. That's going to take forever. That collapsed. Then they've got, now, now, then they got to impanel a grand jury. You got a panel and grand jury in Washington, D.C. And for people questioning the illegitimacy of this regime and baby, you wait till we have the real January 6th committee meetings starting in January where we can adjudicate the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, adjudicate Arizona, adjudicate uh, Georgia. You're going to get a belly. The nation's going to get a belly full of how illegitimate this guy is. They got a thing. They're running up guys' phones. People, they know they have lawyers. They still got to go to their house for the intimidation raid. Okay, got that. Then last night, because everything else is failing on them and they got no shot in this grand jury. Last night, they, they announced uh, that Durbin announces the Senate Judiciary, which you're very familiar with, in their dying gasp because they're six weeks away from getting the boot, from getting the hook, right? This is just like Manchin doing your, your Inflation Control Act. They're going to have the big part of the White House. Say, this is, they know they're, lose, they they're going to lose the Senate, so they're paying off all their lobbyists and all their donors with one last ki- wet kiss. Okay, but Durbin knows he's six weeks away. And so he's going to open an investigation on the firing of Berman. And is that is that the last gasp of a dying regime that now they're going to go after Trump over firing a guy like Berman and, and, and they're going to investigate Barr? Is that what they're doing? Uh, they're eating their own because Berman and Barr are actually working for them. Uh, Mike Davis. Yeah, I mean, that's what, you know, Marxists do. They eventually turn on everyone. But like I said, it's amazing how quickly they turned on Bill Barr, who was their hero last week when he was out peddling his book and trashing President Trump. So uh, with his willful misunderstanding of the law related to the Trump raid. And remember this, if you're a Democrat going into November, what are you going to run on? Biden's 8.3% inflation, near record gas prices, rolling blackouts, out of control crime, woke indoctrination of kids, uh, war across the world and chaos. Uh, Biden has nothing to run on. So he's going to try to divide and conquer. He's, he, he, he declared war on half the country, ultra MAGA, 74 million people who voted for Trump. And he thinks that's a winning election strategy. And I hope that uh, the independents aren't stupid enough to fall for this. They, they need to make this election about President Trump and his failure as president and how that has affected them directly affected them, affected their pocketbook, affected their families. 
Walk me through any updates that you see on the raid and ransacking at Mar-a-Lago that are worth, worthy of the of your time in the war room's time right now, or how would you say people should follow it? Because it's even starting to peter out. You know when the Rachel Maddow, when the MSNBC nightly crowd got a shift to another topic, it's not working for them, okay? So, Mike, what is what the raid and the ransack, where do we stand on the overdue library books? So they're going to look at appointing a special master. But I'll tell you, Trump's legal team is really firing at all cylinders. Chris Keis, uh, Jim Trusty, the Trump loyalist, including Lindsey Evan, Boris, they're doing a really good job. Their filing yesterday was excellent. It was truly a dagger in the heart of Biden's case against Trump. This was a complete political hoax. And I think any objective legal, legal observer who reads Trump's uh, legal filing yesterday would agree with that. So uh, like you said, you know, Steve, they're going to move on to the next hoax. In the next hoax, they got the grand jury. They're going to have the grand jury. Ladies and gentlemen, it's coming. They got the grand jury about uh, about uh, the overturning of the election and uh, and all the falseness. Hey, hey. Guess what? We'd love to get in front of the January 6th committee when it's reformed in January and go through the Electoral Count Act of 1887. By the way, where, where's all the changes they're going to make to the Electoral Count Act? Where are all the changes they're going to make? Where are these big talkers right now? Where are you? You only got a couple of weeks. Senate, the House only going to be here for two more weeks. Where are you? Where are you? We called you out when you first started. You're not going to change one comma in the Electoral Count Act 1887 because as, as rubrics cube as it is, it works well enough. You're not going to change it. Say, where are where say, are all these big? Where's Romney? Where are the big talkers? Give me, bring it. Let's see it. You've been working on it for a year, Mike Davis. Where are they? Where are the guys all talking about compromise or coming together? It's bipartisan. Hey, you bipartisan guys, you Republican senators are part of the problem that voted for the American Recovery Act, that voted for the Infrastructure Act. Any time that you've compromised them, you're part of the problem. Your compromise has led us to this decision, that led us to this place. That's why you have to be removed. Mike Davis. I would say that the, the fact that the Biden Justice Department is going after Trump supporters with these 40 warrants and subpoenas is the biggest legal crime that they're, they're perpetuating right now. Because you know what? Only in failed third world Marxist hellholes is it illegal to question election results. There is not a crime here. You have to have a crime in order to do these investigations. What the hell is the crime about questioning the election results? There, this is another non-crime. And this this is the most egregious abuse of, of the Department of Justice that I've seen. Mike, real quickly, your website and your social media, people got to follow you. Article3project.org, article3project.org, at article3project, at article3project, and then MRDDMI, MRDDMI. Thank you, Steve. You're a good man, Mike Davis, and thank you for hanging around today so we can get to you. Very important. Short commercial break. You're going to see what they're doing in the States to groom your children. American Principles Project next in the war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand. End quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. 
They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Jonathan Lemire, I actually want to pull together a couple of threads we just talked about, including this idea here of of your time in Congress coming to an end. When the hearings do resume in a few weeks, uh, Congressman Liz Cheney also, she now uh, a lame duck, having lost her primary sizably uh, this summer uh, because she, like you, uh, stood up to Donald Trump. Uh, There aren't going to be many congressmen or women uh, left in the Republican Party, uh, who defied him, those who voted to impeach him are all all but gone. Uh, how concerned are you now, though, as, as the counter turns to January, whether the Republicans are in the majority or not in the House, about where the your colleagues, the Republicans in the House, where that's taking the country? I think we're in a really bad spot. I mean, look, I'll say about Liz, you know, people always in their life dream about this opportunity to kind of stand up alone in a crowd and do the right thing. And only a few people actually get that chance. And what I've noticed is that even fewer that get that chance have the courage to do it. It's one thing to read something in a history book and be like, yeah, Winston Churchill or whatever. Um, it's another thing to be able to act like that. She has acted like that. My party, nobody in power right now, with maybe some rare exception, actually believes the election was stolen. They don't. They're lying because they can raise money from it or they fear their constituents otherwise. I think the people coming in January, there's going to be a significant class of people that actually believe the election was stolen. And that's a fearful thing to me. I have no respect for somebody that tells me, hey, I know it's all you know BS, but I got to do this to get reelected. What I fear is those that come here and truly believe, you know, Adam Kinzinger is part of the Soros big government, you know, New World Order machine, and I was part of stealing this election. They're going to be in Congress in January. That frightens me. Okay, we're glad it frightens you because it's a reality. We don't believe you're part of stealing it. No, you're just another you're just another controlled opposition Republican. And yes, many people are going to be elected at every level throughout the nation that know because they've looked at the math and they've studied it, that this election was stolen. And we don't care if the FBI doesn't like hearing that or the DOJ or their grand jury. We don't care because we're going to have a sweeping victory on November 8th. And this math today that came out from this regime that is destroying the American economy and with it, the American people and our nation. You're going to be turfed out. And little Adam Kinziger sits there with the big teary eyes and choking up all the time. Every time he sees a mic, it's all choky up, right? Got to cry, okay? Liz Cheney got blown out because the good, hardworking people in Wyoming had a belly full of it. They wanted representation for what they believe, not what she believes. And she got turfed out and crushed. And that's why January 6th, you got Democrats running these guys saying, no, 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 you can't have another hearing. It's not working. We want to have another. Have a two, two prime, give me two primetime nights. I dare the broadcasters to put it on. Put it on. Let's see what the ratings are. Let's see who's there. Come on, call their bluff. Let's hear it. What's the, take, take your best shot. The more you take it, the more you get buried. 
January 6th committee, a show trial is a zero. The raid and ransack and desecration of Mar-a-Lago has turned on you a zero. A federal judge has said, yeah, you know what? We don't trust the Justice Department. We don't trust the FBI. Maybe we get a third party in here to manage them, a special master over them. I want to bring in now, if you think it's bad at the federal level, at the state level, look. And, and so the economics is central. But to me, it's all it's it, it's all a part of a thing. Look what they're trying to do on the social side. You talk about insanity in capital markets and economics and what they're trying to do with energy and suppression of it. It's on the cultural side. It's even it's 10x worse, believe it or not. Let's bring in. I've got uh, I've got uh, I've got the American Principle Project, Terry Schilling, and this is all about victory. There is no substitute for victory. People have to put aside their differences right now. This is only about winning and taking control of both the House and the Senate. We can fight amongst ourselves afterwards, and there'll be a lot of fights, as there should be. There is no substitute for victory. We must win. If we do not win, this country is gone. You, it's very simple. If we do not win, the country is gone. And we must win the ballot box. And yes, they're going to be trying to steal it like crazy. Are you kidding me? You just got the governor of New York, New York Post, got a big story. They're doing everything. I got that. That's why you got to be a poll judge, a poll worker. You are going to save the country. Nobody's coming for us. Nobody's going to come to help you. It's all on your shoulders. I would like to have give you a different thing. I'd like to put a wand out there and say it's all going to be fine. It's not. What's going to make it fine is you, just like through the history of this country. This is nothing. We've been through this kind of turmoil before. This is, what the, this is what the American people are about, the steadfastness, the steely resolve of the American people, the deplorables. And what they're doing, can I play, this thing makes my head blow up. Uh, and I want to apologize for all the homeschool parents and homeschool moms, everybody's got the kids. Okay, now's time to, now's time to, to, to tell the kids, uh, run out and play for a few minutes. Let me watch the rest of the war room. Here's why we're going to be showing a commercial that's got what's, what's shown in, in public uh, schools, what's taught in public schools. And what's in these libraries and public schools, schools that your tax dollars are paying for. So if you're homeschooling or you got the kids around in the car, Tom, honey, close your ears and close your eyes for 30 seconds. Let's play American Principles Project ad, please. Let's see what Gretchen Whitmer wants in your school. I can't wait to have your in my mouth. I'm going to give you the job of your life. Then I want you inside me. This is the kind of literature that Gretchen Whitmer wants your kids exposed to. Why does the governor want your kids exposed to this? Okay, I want to bring in Terry Schilling for America. So, Terry, what is that? And is that, I mean, are they putting these books in here? For, for, first off, for all independent and suburban moms and Democrats that, hey, here's Trump's name. You want to spit on the floor? I got it. I don't agree with it, but I, I, I got it. But this is a different topic and something that you have to understand. We have your back in this madness also. So they call you, and particularly liberal moms and, and, and some of these uh, independent Democrats, independents have gone to these school boards and had your mic shut off when you're just worried about, hey, I want my kids to be tops in math. I want to be tops in, uh, in science. I want to be tops in English and in reading. I want them to be at the top so they compete against the world in a post-industrial world. Uh, not 50th, not 35th one. And I don't want any doctor, any topic like that. We will either discuss or not discuss at home as we choose as parents. Terry Schilling. What this book is, this ad covers, it's a book called Gender Queer. 
And this is a book that is in thousands of public schools across the country. We're running this ad against Democrats in these blue states like Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada. We're running them all across the Maine. They these books are in our kids' schools. And here's the thing, Steve. It's listed in May, or I'm sorry, in Michigan, right? You go to their school library website and they have a database of all the books and you can find out where they are. That book, Gender Queer, on the top of the webpage, it said kids resources, right? This is aimed at kids, Steve, and they're using our tax dollars against us. You're exactly right about these parents who showed up at the school boards and had their mic shut off after reading this book out loud. And that's what gave us this idea. It was the parents on the ground who did all the research and found this stuff. Our kids are actually very literate, Steve. They're not literate in reading. They're not literate in math. They're literate in gender ideology. And it's because our our politicians, our elected officials have put these pornographic, this is child porn, Steve. They're putting pornographic books like this in our kids' school libraries. So we're going to have a bunch of kids who know all 575,000 different genders that are possible, but they're not going to know how to read. They're not going to know how to do math. They're not going to know how, how to get to Mars. They're not going to know how to accomplish great things. They're not going to value family, though, right? That's okay. the biggest thing here. Okay. okay. All the Republicans tell me that, yeah, hey, maybe these issues, the controlled opposition say, hey, all this is true, but we don't want to address it because the mainstream media is going to say bad things about us, right? That you're a bully, you're a hater, all that. And it's bad for politics. Is that correct? Is is the polling or or the consumer when you guys do the research and look into this because you've had a pretty good track record? Is is there is the country club Republicans that don't want to address this and just think it's going to go away? It ain't just going to go away. You saw that at the school boards with the cutting the mics off. Is this a loser politically, sir? No, no. It's Steve. This is a huge winner politically, right? I'll give you one example. I don't want to give out too much information, but. When we're putting millions of dollars behind these ads targeting persuadable voters, you can bet that the, that this is stuff is working. But in Maine, right, pretty blue state, in Maine alone, this ad, we showed it to, to people in consumer research panels, it shifts the electorate 4.2 points towards Paul LePage away from Janet Mills. 4.2 points. It, I'm not even getting into the, the polling where, you know, it's like a 60-point gap. It's in support oh, of the oh, conservative and Republican oh, poli- uh, oh, position. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Give me that again because that is a – that is if you're in this business, that would be a pretty big number. Give me that again. In Maine, this ad shifts the electorate 4.2 percentage points towards Paul LePage away from Janet Mills. So when voters understand and see this ad and know that Janet Mills wants this book in their kids' schools – they change their vote or they become from undecided. They go to Paul LePage. These ads are what drive voters. You could talk. Republicans can talk about inflation and it's an important thing. But you know what? People care about their kids and they don't want them sexualized. They don't want them confused. They don't want their kids having to go through this, these types of treatments and to be broken. So broken at the most basic level at, the, at their biological sex. Right. This is the stuff that drives people nuts. And it gets them off the sidelines, and and it's a winner. It's a winner politically across the board. And these guys are just, they're they're weak. They're they're cowards. And if you don't want to do this, you're kind of dumb, right? You're not just a coward. You're kind of dumb because this is how you can win your campaign and shift Democrat votes to your campaign. How do they get to American Principles Project to find out more about what you're doing here? And you've got more ads and and, and more information for people, particularly how these books got into public libraries. How, how do they find? How do they go there? Where they go? go to Amer- 
AmericanPrinciplesProject.org. We've got a super PAC on there. We've got a C4 for the advocacy ads. And you could find us on Twitter at American Principles. Pro- I'm sorry, uh, Shilling1776 for Twitter, Getter, and all of that. Um, but yeah, Steve, I've got another ad lined up. You're going to love it. Uh, and we'll, we'll have a lot of fun with it. We want to we want to we want to break that when you get ready to do it. Terry Schilling, uh, American Principles Project. Thank you. Honored uh, to have you on here. And uh, you're doing the uh, you're, you're a laboring or as we say. Thank you very much. OK, short commercial break. We're trying we're trying to get to, I think we got Carrie Lake next in the world. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. All one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Believing Mark Kelly is stronger than I thought, and so is Carrie Lake. Being on television, as she, Carrie Lake, being mm-hmm. a former TV anchor for, what was it, 20 years? Yeah. There is a sense from voters that I know this person and whatever is being said about them and attack ads, et cetera. Well, maybe that's true, but maybe it's just politics. She can't be like that because she's been in my living room for the last 20 years. So she has a benefit there. So you watch that in a vacuum and you say, well, Carrie Lake has to be down 10. And you're right. And you see the polls and it's neck and neck. And I believe cinema is a political talent. I'll give her that. But Katie Hobbs is not a good candidate. Okay, uh, welcome back. Um, I've got Carrie Lake on. And I think we did the first interview Carrie Lake ever did, or, or not local TV, but uh, an, a nationwide show, but over a year ago. Carrie, it's very important here what they're saying. Those are some of those sophisticated people in, in mainstream media, and particularly the Cook Report woman, who, who had some very interesting comments. You know, you've been an anchor, and you've been in, because uh, they're bombarding you with these negative ads, right? Because they've got, mm-hmm. just like before, the $20 million in the primary, the, the 15 to 1 spending, you had a grassroots campaign. I know her because she's been in my living room for 25 years. Even with that, and if you go around and talk to people in Arizona, they say, they say, I know Carrie Lake. She's been in my living room for 25 years. I've heard her present the news for 25 years through good times and bad times. Your number one thing and the uh, number one uh, uh, thing you're putting forward in this campaign is that I'm interviewing for a new job and that job is to be your governor. And I want to get on the debate stage and I want to do an interview. I will talk to any media at any time and I will get on the debate stage 
with my opponent and I will do and complete the job interview. Although I have been in your, your, your living room for 25 years, I understand as running for governor, I'm going to, we're going to be in, I'm going to be interviewed and you get to weigh and measure me versus Katie Hobbs and Katie Hobbs outside the warm embrace of MSNBC is a gutless coward. And here's why she's a gutless coward. She cannot stand on a debate stage with Kerry Lake and be bench pressed. It's so obvious she is afraid of you. And if the people in Arizona have to understand something, what candidate is coming forward and say, hey, here I am, take your best shot, right? Uh, you know, you're not going to agree with everything I say, but listen, I hear, I want to be governor and here's my plan. Here's my program. And the other who just runs the MSNBC and raises a bunch of out of state money and comes in with negative ads. So walk me through your perspective of why Carrie Lay, uh, why Katie Hobbs is running in fear from this job interview with the people of Arizona, ma'am. Uh, well, she's afraid of being exposed for um, and in, being incompetent. We know she's been running the Secretary of State's office in a very incompetent way, running the elections in, a, in an incompetent way. Do you know that the Secretary of State's office is still closed for COVID? If you have business to do with the Secretary of State's office, you have to do it online. And so I'll expose her incompetency in, in running the elections, in running her own office. And we'll go back and look at her voting record. She voted against border security, against a border wall. She voted against giving money to the border task force. She voted against a virtual border wall at the same time that she was voting or that she was presenting legislation, Steve, to introduce sex education in kindergarten. Her priorities are a mess. She's been uh, twice convicted of being racist in her hiring practices when she was over at the state legislature. And her racism has cost the taxpayers nearly $3 million. We're paying a settlement because she paid women of color $30,000 less than she paid their male counterparts over in the Senate when she was uh, in charge over there. And she admitted while she was under oath that she fired the woman for being disobedient and that in her uh, time at Secretary of State, she's never hired a black person. She is a racist, and we will expose her for what she really is. That's why she's afraid to show up on the stage. That, and she doesn't have a plan for Arizona. Meanwhile, we have great common sense policies that we're ready to put out regarding securing the border, making sure our children get properly educated with the options of having um, trade skill training, vocational training, and career certification right there in high school. We also have a plan to combat chronic street homelessness, which is destroying our cities. So we have plans. She doesn't. And the minute we start talking about her track record, she's toast. How are you going to uh, rectify this? She, she's, she's running away from you, raising out-of-state money. She's Soros-backed to take out these negative ads about how bad Carrie Lake is. It's not having an impact right? We, 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 we can tell that. You just look at the math. It's not having an impact. But how, how do you actually smoke her out and, and get her on a debate stage so you can expose her in front of not just, not just the people of Arizona, but the entire nation of what a hapless, feckless fraud she is, ma'am? Well, we've offered um, to extend the debate. You know, they, they actually told her last week, look, you know, you need to decide if you're going to debate or not. And her people said no. And I sent a letter to the Clean Elections Commission yesterday asking them to extend that window, that window of opportunity for her to show up 
in front of the people of Arizona and interview for this job. I've asked them to extend that right until the moment the debate starts on August 12th. And so I'm hoping that they'll they'll do that. They said that they would. And we'll have a chair there waiting for her if she decides to to find some courage to show up for the interview and interview with the people of Arizona, then, then I'm willing to make that exception that she can show up at any time during that debate. I don't think is, she is will. That, is, is, is that August 12th or October 12th? You said, oh, you mean October 12th? October, October 12th. I, I misspoke. Okay. October 12th. Okay. October 12th. Um, look, the state of Arizona, a lot of it's desert. You've got, you know, beautiful, it's a magnificent state, beautiful state, but it's, it's a, it's a, it's a hard state. So environmentally, it's a tough state, just the, the, the environment, the folks out there are front, it's a frontier and they're very hardy stock. They're, uh, they're very tough, kind, but tough people, right? Are they the type of people that are not going to have, or just have somebody say, you're not worthy of me standing up and being interviewed for government. This was so mind boggling about this and what universe does she think that she doesn't owe the citizen of Arizona, Democrats, independents, and Republicans to really to do the job interview? Yeah, you're right. I, I've even heard from people who are Democrats who say, I won't give her my vote if she will not debate. That is the minimum you should do is, is one debate. You know, we um, last week were invited by the Arizona Chamber of Commerce to a forum and typically they would have all the candidates on stage. And she said, look, I don't want to appear on stage with her. I won't be on stage with her. She had to have all the questions in advance. And she appeared on stage. And then when I came out, she practically sprinted from the room because she didn't want to be anywhere near me. I think she's afraid of me, which is kind of funny. And look, you know, she's trying to say I'm a conspiracy theorist, which is hilarious. You know, she won't appear on stage with me. I don't particularly like to sit on stage with somebody who's racist, but I'm willing to sit on stage with her to flush out what we want to do for Arizona, compare ideas, and let the good people of this state decide, are these ideas better for us or are these? I think at the end of the day, they'll walk away looking at my plans for Arizona and say, wow, we want that. That will bring us a bright future. Uh, Carrie, let me ask you, we just had this, this American Principles Project before about Whitmer and these other Democrats. Walk me through, particularly in, in education, because you've been the forefront of this. Why are they obsessed with spending their time on those types of things and not on making sure that the education that our young people get is absolutely the greatest in the world uh, in, in, in math, in reading, in science, in technology, uh, in, uh, in, in all those things you need to compete uh, in a modern world. Why is there obsession on this gender ideology or sexualization, uh, really sexual training uh, versus the nuts and bolts of what one has to learn in a competitive and tough world? You said nuts and they are nuts. They are literally nuts with the stuff they're pushing on our children. And, uh, you know, they we've been bamboozled by the left for a long time when it comes to education. They act like they're the ones who are for a quality education. All they are for is grabbing more money and pouring it into the wrong places. We've given our schools more money. It always ends up in the administrative staff. It very rarely ends up in the pockets of our teachers and in the classroom, which is where we want the money to go. My opponent, Katie Hobbs, voted against uh, the 20% pay raise for Arizona teachers. I don't think teachers realize that. She voted against a pay raise for teachers. It is the Republicans who want to see the money going to the teachers not the administrative staff. 
And, and I don't know why they are dead set on doing psychological damage to our children while they're in school with these books that are highly inappropriate with pushing an outrageous sex education um, on our children as young as kindergarten, which is what my opponent was pushing for in her legislation. And my opponent is pushing for gender, I think they call it gender affirming surgery, which is sex change surgeries. That means your 14-year-old daughter has a mastectomy and a total hysterectomy because the teachers or the schools, rather, the, the people at school are trying to convince her that she's a boy. This is beyond cruel. It should be criminal. And we will not stand for our perfect, precious children being carved up because they've been psychologically conditioned to think that they're a different gender. We got to stop this nonsense. We send our kids off to school to be educated so they're ready for the real world. And we are going to reform education when I'm governor of Arizona so that our kids are getting a proper education. Our kids in high school, Steve, should be able to leave high school ready for the working world. We don't need to send them off, all of them, to college. And there's not a darn reason in the world after 10th grade we can't start doing trade skill training, vocational training, and career certification right there in high school so our kiddos get out and they're ready to take on the world. You can make seventy dollars to $100,000 as a welder starting salary, and you can get that education right there in high school. We want to bring that in. Give me a minute or two before you jump on the, the economic news today is horrible. Market's down everywhere. What is uh, Carrie Lake's plan as governor for Arizona? Well, we're going to try to do the best we can to lower taxes. But even that being done, Steve, if we don't stop the feds from printing money, um, we're going to continue to see this inflation. I just was talking to an economist uh, a couple of weeks ago. He said it's costing the average family $9,000 more to live under Joe Biden's economy. Now, I ask everybody out there, did you get a $9,000 raise to handle that? No. So we need to look at ways to cut taxes here in Arizona. We shouldn't be paying food taxes anywhere across this state. We'll look to cut that. I want to cut the rental tax. That will help everybody who's renting an apartment right now. Now, the Democrats should be all over cutting that tax, helping people who are renting. But they're opposed to it because they're getting a lot of lobbyist money. So we're going to work to cut that rental tax. We shouldn't be paying rent just to pay our uh, we shouldn't be paying tax to, on our rent. We need to have shelter over our heads and we shouldn't be taxed on that. We're going to look at cutting all those little taxes on electricity, on our electricity bill, on our water bill, wherever we can to help offset this inflation. And then we're going to create a very strong economy here in Arizona so that people have good, high paying jobs. But short of getting this uh, nut out of the White House, short of getting Joe Biden out of the White House, there's not a lot we can do to stop his inflation. We've got to get somebody in the White House who knows what the hell they're doing, and Joe Biden doesn't. Carrie Lake, how do people uh, follow your, your campaign? How do they follow you on social media? They can go to carrylake.com, carrylake.com, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E.com. I'm also on Getter, the cesspool known as Twitter. I'm on Facebook and I'm on Truth Social. So uh, find me on my social media, follow me there and spread the word. We're doing great things for Arizona. We have a great policies on um, all of the issues we're facing that as a journalist, I covered for 27 years. Carrie Lake, uh, thank you. And thank you for being so bold and courageous to go in front of the people of Arizona and actually have the interview that they deserve. Because your opponent I will be is going to hide I will, 
I'm going to show up with or without her. So the people will be able to tune in and see my job interview. Carrie Lake, fight on. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, there's no substitute for victory. Next, Ben Harnwell and Rome. Friends, if you've ever wanted to stock up on emergency food and save a ton of money at the same time, now is your chance. For just a few days more, my Patriot Supply is knocking $250 off their three-month emergency food kit. This is the lowest price in three years, and it may not happen again because of inflation. So don't miss your chance to save big on the emergency food you're going to need when the food shortages hit. Go to Prepare with bannon.com that's prepare with bannon.com right now and stock up while it's affordable my patriot supplies charging less so they can help families more but they can't do this all day long remember this food stays fresh for up to 25 years so it's ready the moment you need it right now you'll save 250 bucks on each three-month emergency food kit you order at prepare with bannon.com that's prepare with bannon.com this is the lowest price in years but this price will be gone in just a matter of days. Go to preparewithbannon.com right now. Preparewithbannon.com. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, go to uh, mypillow.com promo code warroom right now. You get the uh, percale sheets. These sheets are unbelievable, uh, particularly if you don't get enough sleep during the night, don't have the hours because you got too much going on, particularly in what you're working on for the war room, being a force multiplier. This is the sheets that you need. MyPillow.com, promo code WARM, start at low as $29.98. But once they're gone, they're gone. This is a one-time good deal. So go check it out today. Also, make sure you go get up to speed. It's all free. Go to my uh, go to uh, birchgold.com forward slash Bannon. You get the free, the end of the dollar empire. Segment two is out. Now it's about being the prime reserve currency. You have to remember, we try to teach you the nomenclature and statics and dynamics of process, all of it. First part was the politics of money. The second is about the prime reserve currency. This is going to be very fundamental to your understanding of what's about to come down. And what's about to come down is not pretty. And we got to fight it. But you're going to see an avalanche of spending, an orgy of spending uh, by the Uniparty is about to come. And they're going to try to confuse you every which way from Sunday, and we're going to make sure we lay it out so that you can understand it and make your own decisions. Huge news in global politics, all inextricably linked with November 8th. Uh, the populist overthrew the controlled opposition in uh, Canada at the Conservative Party on Saturday. On Sunday, the Swedish Democrats, a, uh, a right wing, which was considered a fringe party that made stopping uh, this insanity of immigration uh, in, in Sweden and the crime and drugs and everything, rapes that came from it. Uh, now it looks like they're either going to form a government, part of forming a government, or the largest bloc. This is a huge tectonic plate shift in Sweden, the home of Greta Thunberg, the petulant 13-year-old that got Germany and the continent to radically change their energy policy, policies. This is a tectonic. But probably the most important has happened in Italy. I want to bring in Ben Harnwell. We've actually launched a new show in Italian 
just as the run-up to this monumental election. Tell us about the the rise and the rise of the Margaret, young Margaret Thatcher of uh, of Italy, what it means. And right now, the whole world's media is jumping on this. We've been on this for a couple of years. An incredible person. Ben, tell us about the show, about the person, and about the election. Yeah, well, we, uh, we had our, uh, our inaugural pilot episode last night. Some of the feedback on that, and I've got some excellent news to start off my hit with you on the show today. There are a lot of um, English-speaking people that are tuned in. They, they watched the first part, which is in English, and then when we switched to Italian, they were complaining that they can't follow the debate. Folks, one of the great things about Getter, right, if you click on the screen that you're watching it on, if you're using the app, go to the top right-hand corner, as it is on my phone, you'll see a little CC in a little box. Click on that, and, and then you will have the... Um, the subtitles that, that, that will translate it directly. It's all automatic. It's fantastic. So that means that even though we're doing this in Italian for Italians to try and bring some of our insights to the national debate here, no one's excluded. Um, so that's the first thing. And I'll make it again when we start our, uh, our Bannon's War Room Rome um, show this evening. I will explain exactly what you need to do to be able to follow that in English. Um, Steve, last night you were talking there with Carrie Lake before, um, and Mrs. Lake said that she had wanted, um, she'd asked her opponent for simply one debate. That's all there is here in Italy. There there was one debate um, between Giorgia Meloni and Enrico Letta, the head of the the Italian Democrat Party, model on the American one. Uh, One debate. And Steve, it was astonishing. This is in fact going to be the theme of this evening's um, podcast, um, because the left had no response to anything that Giorgio Maloney was trying to say. It was a mixture of gaslighting and deflection. And I say gaslighting because the deflection was obvious, um, and there's no attempt to, to, to respond to the substantive things that Giorgio Maloney was saying. For example... When Georgia Maloney's talking, who doesn't share our, our line, by the way, on, on Ukraine, she supports very much the, um, the, the Mario Draghi, the outgoing prime minister's position on this. But when she was saying that, that these are, are serious things impacting ordinary uh, Italians and they need to be dealt with, and perhaps even they need to expand the, 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 um, the Italian um, budget, the deficit, in order to help out with that, Enrico Letta, who's a former prime minister himself, just started saying, oh, you know, that, that it's all because of Hungary and Poland who are Putin in Putin's pocket, which is a, a, a ridiculous distraction. And nobody really sustains that. But it just shows that the left here in Italy don't have a response to the points that, um, that the centre-right coalition are trying to make about the need to put Italians first. And that all Poland and, um, and Hungary are doing, by the way. So the election is in, um, it's less than two weeks now, um, and all eyes are on that. There are no more polls to say how things are going from last Saturday. So we're operating a bit in the dark, but it's absolutely clear. I mean, the debate, Steve, is really whether this centre-right coalition is going to be able to have a constitutional changing two-thirds majority in Parliament, um, and then some serious long-term structural changes can be made. We got about a minute before we get a bounce band, but the, the 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 international media is now focused on her. Finally, the Times of London, the Financial Times, are they going to try to come in and deliver a crushing blow in the next uh, what ten days? 
Yeah, well, in fact, as, as, uh, as our very own Peter McIlvenny from Hearts of Oak said on, on our podcast last night, leave it until a week before the election and then all of the press is going to pop, pile in and call her a far-right extremist. And just reading through the newspapers this morning, Steve, they'd already started doing it. Um, the character assassination and the slurs have already started. And as you said to Marine Le Pen in France, when you when they do that, wear it as a badge of honor because it shows that they cannot respond to your arguments. Okay, real quickly, how did they get to the uh, Bannon's uh, War Room Rome? How do people get there? It's simply my surname, Steve. It's at Harnwell. Um, I think we're going to be working to try and get it out live on Rumble as well. Um, but these things, Perfect. being technical, don't happen from one day to the next. <laughs> Brother, thank you very much. I'll be looking forward God to bless. seeing it back here at 5 o'clock. We're going to Philip uh, Patrick start off the show, talk about economics and capital markets. We've got a lot to go through. Polling, we're going to talk about generic ballot. We're going to talk about the last 56 days. Remember the watchword between now and November 8th. There is no substitute for victory in the war room. See you back here at five. Everything's begun and you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. 
Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.